The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. And I am one of your three hosts, Greg Knowlton. And as always, I am joined by Matt. And I'm Will Smith. <laughs> Emphasis on Smith. The Men in Black. Smith. He's Smith. Smith. <laughs> Wild Wild West. Ooh, that's a great movie. On the East. <laughs> So, that's us that's so, us this is the panel discussion everybody this is how we roll here um everything's a joke the train wreck i love it it is a train wreck it is a train wreck i didn't oh. care for that film <laughs> there's, there's been a lot of movie references already so i'm not sure what you're going for there's a film called train wreck i didn't care is for there? it i thought you were gonna talk about wild wild west well oh, that like, that that was no train wreck in there there was a spider wreck mechanical spider rat. that was a great you remember movie. the burger king toy oh they were great they were so cool yeah they were amazing they were great toys but there was a great train wreck in lone ranger that one i'm a fan of okay Ooh, that was that fun. is a that's a good one yeah speaking of lone ranger i was just on a show that the first time i was on it we crossed lone ranger and congo but we just crossed uh unbreakable and toy story it's called x me why uh the episode's up and dude <laughs> we made this this toy line called cold front and the mascot is clubber the seal and it is a it is it's a very interesting movie we created which um as far as i know the x meets y host is actually turning into a graphic novel <laughs> so oh. keep an eye out for that mess that's pretty cool i love the concept yeah. of the show um so much fun it, it it does sound like and that's that was your second appearance on it that was my second so the, the the whole premise is it's a toy who is living in a display case and is starting to figure out he's a toy it's the whole premise of the movie we created and mm. it is something else that sounds very interesting indeed it's 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 really it's really cool does he have keys to said display case <laughs> i mean he finds out through captain chernobyl which is his cobra commander that is played by Nick, Nicholas Cage that is sending him pieces of his toy box. I hope they don't replay any story threads from the Toy Story of Terror short film because I believe <laughs> oh, in that film they were stuck in a display case of sorts. <laughs> really? I've never even heard of this. Oh, how could you not? It's fantastic. And now I'm super curious. There are two Toy Story 30-minute holiday specials and the Toy Story of Terror is their Halloween edition and it pays many, 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 many homages to Predator, and it's fantastic. That sounds awesome. I got to check this out. Carl Weathers is even in it. Oh, I love me some Carl Weathers. How can you not? He's wonderful. Um, what do we got in the news department today, gentlemen? Uh, it's been a pretty quiet week. I think Will, you mentioned you have a couple things. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I'm sure Greg, you saw well. they are talking about Fing Fang Foom for Shang-Chi. Didn't see that. That's amazing. And the Legends of the Ten Rings. They haven't given too much on it. They were just kind of giving some details. It sounds to me like he's kind of have a similar role as Dormammu. That's what I was kind of thinking. In Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah. I like that. I think that works. Uh, so they were talking that up. Um, 
I mean, there was tons of stuff at Hascon for the Hasbro toys. Um, but um, going to the boys, back to comic books, they were talking about uh, Soldier Boy is going to play a yes. prominent role in season three. Wait, Soldier Boy? Soldier like, Boy. Oh, not the who, rapper. Who's no. played by okay. Jensen Ackles yes. from uh, Supernatural. He's been in My Bloody Valentine, as well as a few other things. Um, Dark Angel, which is a throwback sci-fi. But he's going to be a, he's going to be a uh, a lead, so he's going to be yeah. a regular on the show. For Makes the whole, sense. Yeah. So that that's kind of interesting. Um. Yeah. So that they're I mean they're it sounds like they're getting ready to ramp up with season three. There's two more episodes left of season two for this uh this week and next week, and I believe that's the wow. finale of season two. So um, we're getting payback for season three, is what it sounded like. I don't know. They've only mentioned him. They haven't mentioned and him and Stormfront are the only two. So um, they haven't hmm. mentioned Tech Knight. Um, the only other thing that they did say is in season three there is also going to be Supersonic, which they okay. said is going to be Starlight's ex. They grew up oh. together. They were in the superhero superhero pageant, um, and they were uh, they went to Bible camp together. So that sounds like it's going to throw a cog in the gear of uh, Huey and, and uh, Starlight's romantic escapades. Um, but that's really all they've said so far about season three, which I'm surprised we're getting any news on season three, seeing that season two hasn't even wrapped yet on TV. Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. That is oh, pretty wow. cool. I'm looking through comicbook.com. There's actually, there's, I mean, there's some interesting and very intriguing stuff. Uh, real quick, Lion King's getting a sequel. Prequel. Is it, oh, it is a No, I mean, comic, prequel. It's a prequel. Prequel. We're talking about Mufasa. Why does it say sequel? Mm, it yeah. says Lion King prequel from Sick. Moon Knight director Barry Jenkins. I did read that earlier, and I have zero interest in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, um, <laughs> I think we, we, had, we had a discussion a few weeks back about how like, they – People just go to see what these animated movies look like in live action. They're not going for a sequel, prequel. Look at Alice in Wonderland sequel. Exactly. Look at Maleficent sequel. Uh, nobody goes to the sequels. They just want to see the original. Yeah, they, the don't live action. they don't want to see anything else. Yep, exactly. Uh, a new and Disney. You mentioned. Oh, go Sorry, go ahead. You mentioned Moon Knight. Uh, so now there are a ton of rumors circulating that Keanu Reeves is being eyed for Moon Knight. Um, at Marvel for the series, and as well as they are currently casting um, uh, Duchamp, as well as his, uh, as well as uh, Moon Knight's love interest too. So it sounds like they're starting to ramp up production for Moon Knight uh, on the Marvel side. Good. Let's okay. get it moving. Let's um, get it moving. I was talking to Matt earlier. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of talks that they're recasting some of the characters that were used in Agents of Shield for some of the Disney upcoming Disney plus shows. So it sounds like agents of shield is going to be kicked to the curb. As far as continuity goes, okay. um, they're talking Mockingbird for Hawkeye. I also did see that they're looking for echo for Hawkeye as well. That's cool. That is cool though. It stinks. Agents of shield got a little wonk wacky. I like really bit into it for a while. And then some of the inhuman stuff kind of just, I don't know. I didn't love that. I didn't love that time in the comic books either, though. Uh, the Inhumans had some cool moments, but when they had their little spurt where they took over Marvel for a while, um, I just it just felt like let's try to do X Men but different. 
And it felt very much like, hey, we don't have the film rights to X-Men, so let's yeah. try to get something that we can... I mean, because that was around the time where they announced the Inhumans film, right? Yeah. And then that went nowhere. This is why, No, wait, not nowhere. It went to a fantastic television show. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a bummer because I, I do like Black Bolt. I do like Medusa. I yeah. do like uh lockjaw but yeah we didn't get anything that remotely seemed yeah. like good film i want uh, a prospect of illuminati on on live action and i like the prospect of if we do get quicksilver to return to have some of his inhuman storyline as well um so i hope that you know they kind of do the same thing with that inhuman show and maybe take another shot at it or i kind of feel like eternals is going to be what they're originally kind of eyeing up for in humans i so think we'll so see. i think so uh let's see hawkeye villain rumor madam mask it was talked oh. about about a day ago i mean i don't know uh i'm ready for a hawkeye i've been i'm ready for that hawkeye show to debut uh it's not going to be they any still haven't i mean there's been so many rumors about Haley seinfeld coming on as kate bishop but yeah. there hasn't been like an official announcement right which which were it's yeah. i mean it's still far off in the future they were aiming for what originally like a 2022 were they yeah. oh uh, yeah so i mean i think they delayed it too because renner got into some uh legal trouble i think uh, it, he he, he went off on like a, a tirade or something he like some kind of like domestic like he was getting ready to like self he had some or, some mental health issues yeah. right after endgame um, like right it was i think it was yeah. wasn't too long after endgame and all okay. the, the hawkeye show got uh got announced there's a new batman cartoon Ooh. that's uh supposed to they're planning on coming out let's see what are they doing uh death of the in the family they just released Ooh, a that's uh, a cool storyline too they just released a clip comicbook.com well comic book, i'm looking at comicbook.com but they did it released about six hours ago uh also looks like all the spider-man movies are coming to disney plus which i'm actually elated about because i haven't Ooh. watched i haven't watched far from home since the movie theater cool since i've seen it in the movie theater and nah, that's, that's a, a good film i that's yeah. my favorite spider-man film yeah, uh, ever. They yeah. need to hurry up with that because I'm in the process of doing. Since I've been home without not working, I've been watching um, Avengers. Like I've been watching the MCU in chronological order every day. Um, that's like my wake. I wake up, feed my son, and then we sit downstairs and I watch and force him to look at the screen and not know what's going on while the event uh, the MCU movies are playing. <laughs> so I'm. I'm three deep right now. I actually skipped Captain Marvel because I just didn't want to watch it. Um, but I'm on Iron Man 2 moment. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, and this is kind of cool. Greg, you'd probably appreciate this. It's not really, like, news for this, but uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is releasing some new characters. I know we're not a video game podcast, but uh, Rambo is going to be an MK11. <laughs> that is cool. That is so they took cool. Stryker out? <laughs> yes. They, they, just, they don't use him. He's, like, the best character. Yeah. He gets no love. As long as he's, he needs to be dad bod striker. That's I don't care. I think that's all. Like, I don't remember what. <laughs> they brought ripped? him in as some weird, like ripped, like SWAT agent at one point. And I was like, no, give oh, he's got to be street level cop. He's got to be street level cop. Yeah. It only Does that makes mean sense. we'll have a Sylvester Stallone, Arnie cross. We can play as both of them against each other. That's sweet. That is, that is Terminators cool. and. Oh, the only awesome. thing I, oh. I, I I would love to play a striker, and when the whoopsie guy pops up, I just want it to be Reginald <laughs> Bell Johnson. <laughs>
Don't I, let can, us I can leave right now, right? <laughs> Please, I'm done, I'm done right now. That right? would be a good way to kind of leave. The, you know, the leads, but don't, don't, <laughs> do not, do not. Um, just I'll, Carl Winslow, baby. <laughs> that would be the greatest. <laughs> Make it happen. Make He's it happen. confirmed for the next DLC. So that's pretty cool. Reginald L. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there it is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> His his fatality is Urkel comes out and shrinks somebody, and then he just steps on him. <laughs> Urkel could be a Mortal Kombat character. He's messed up, man. He could. There's a uh, there's a lot. I've, I've actually been liking all the different pop culture like characters that they've been bringing into this into MK. Yeah, it makes it a lot more fun. I do like their their original roster, but yeah, there's it's pretty cool with Rambo though. That uh, is pretty neat. That is pretty. Neat. I haven't yet watched uh, Last Blood. Getting, getting waiting i hear I, i've heard mixed things yeah so it's i mean i, I haven't i haven't had the anxious. the violence is good well that's always important <laughs> um it's just like yeah it's like sly we love you but i'm not buying anymore yeah it's like when he rocky the the rocky bell bow i'm like no i mean i still want a third creed <laughs> just no oh uh, i think I, it's supposed to happen i think they're gonna do a third creed I with clubber lang's son one, but- Little club, little club, <laughs> little club. <laughs> so Billy Club, uh, Billy Club. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so I see comics news. There's yeah, a couple of, of small things. Um, the first is they announced a whole batch of Looney Tunes DC comic crossover Looney um, Tunes Funko now. Pops that are pretty oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, cool! I was like, so it's, it's, com- was, it's, it's like a comic. That's still cool. I would like that too. There's a Taz wearing the flash suit. Uh, Lola Bunny is Wonder Woman. Sylvester is Batman. So they're pretty cool. Uh, and then the other thing is HBO Max is giving us some mystical uh, world of DC Comics. So we're getting a Constantine show. And I think it's going to be the same Constantine who's been in Legends of Tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's had the same. Constantine show yep. originally. It's the same actor. So that's uh, cool that they're keeping that continuity because he I can't killed think it. Of his name. Uh, uh, Matt something. I almost said Matt Ryan in that football. No, it is Matt. No, it's... <laughs> it is Matt Ryan? Something. Close. And then, uh, But then Zatanna as well um, is going to be a show, which is, I really like that idea too. I love Dr. Fate. I really like the um, mystical side of, of DC Comics. And I feel like it's something that's not kind of viewed enough, uh, but with you know, Sandman's coming back in popularity right now. So I think that might be a direction that they're heading in, especially on HBO. Sandman would be a perfect fit for HBO. Uh, it's kind of got their vibe as far as grittiness. So I, I could see them going that way and setting that up through these two shows. I'm hoping that we get a little resurgence of the Swamp Thing. I mean, that was that was a very good show, um, critically acclaimed. And then it just threw total mismanagement it got canceled what i yeah. i blanked out for a second did we did talk matt about ryan. did we talk about peacemaker we didn't yet we no did not talk about peacemaker it he, is matt ryan by the way but i'll let you run away with that now okay so really micah actually sent me this earlier this week maybe late last week that john cena is getting a spin-off show on hbo max as the That's peacemaker right. I totally blanked on we that totally forgot so about that i i'm excited uh it's been a while since I've seen a really, really good John Cena flick. There's been a couple fun ones. Wait, 
it's been a while since you've seen one. Have you seen one before? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the Marine, which no. oh, <laughs> or the Marine geez. Six. That was the Miz. <laughs> yeah. John well, Michaels might have been in six. Well, <laughs> John Michael, be one of them at one point. Jeez. Uh, Sean Michaels as the Marine. I think it was Looking, like Sean Michaels oh. and Becky Lynch were like his oh. SWAT backup. <laughs> no, I'm dead oh. serious. I remember the ads. Oh. You think you think Sean Michaels struggles to shoot a gun because he's got one eye going that way? <laughs> oh he doesn't use his sight. I'll tell you that. What's the oh point? my goodness. Curves the bullet. So, so I don't know what to make of this. You know, John had, from a humorous perspective, like John Cena's had some funny roles. Yeah, callback. He was in Trainwreck, which was a train wreck. I said earlier, I did not care for that film. And here we are, full circle. Everything comes full circle. So he's got to. Can I share my screen with you without messing it up? I don't know. Messing up the recording. You should be able. Okay, to. I won't do it. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Nope. I'm sharing my screen with you to show you. Nope, I can't. So there's this awesome poster. I can't share it because I'm looking at it on my computer, um, and it just says F. It's Peacemaker. Yeah, it's I got a... that right in front of me. Oh, yeah. uh, it's so cool. So that kind of gets me excited for it. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm sure James Gunn has some kind of involvement in it, so uh, that yes. man could do no wrong. I mean. Even his bad stuff like Slither is just fantastic. It's yeah. good bad. Yeah, yeah. He knows. <laughs> he knows. We'll see. So I, I mean, I think be... Peacemaker's gonna be like a, it's gonna have a comedy twist to it. I, I would imagine yes. so. Yeah. I don't take that guy, you know, that name seriously at all. I feel it's. I mean, look be... at the suit. Yeah. It's like the a rip ridiculous. Off. It's. Well, and the whole concept is the character loves peace so much he's willing to kill to keep it, <laughs> which doesn't make like. He's, it's like he's, and he's kind of like a ripoff Judge Dredd. Yes. So I feel yes. like it's going to be really campy and meta. Um, but it is going to be, I'm, I'm assuming, because Suicide Squad is also going to be a very hard R, that this too will be a hard R uh, of a show. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I got HBO Max. I, I will watch it. I will give it a chance. I really, I, I like, I do enjoy like John C, but he's had some doozies of, uh, He's, he's, an, he's an up and comer. Like he's gone he's through his he's gone through his rock uh, yeah. game plan phase. And Tooth I mean, Fairy Batista's not a great actor. Like, what? Who did you say? What did you just Batista's say? Batista's not a great actor. Batista's let's put the it this best way, actor out of all of them. Have you seen Stuber? This is what I'm. This <laughs> okay. is what I'm getting to. <laughs> all right. But I have no valid like, argument. I was just gonna say Blade Runner 2049, but <laughs> I mean he he kills that scene. But I mean he was in Escape Plan. Two or three, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but James Gunn, like with Drax, was like, "Here's his strengths. Let's play to it." So I feel like he can do a similar thing with John Cena, where he's going to play to his strengths and let him be a cheesy GI Joe, and it'll work. It'll work for that character. So I think I think it'll be a good thing. I agree. I could see that's. I like. I, I feel like Cena's got more talent that has yet to be tapped into as far as an acting, acting standpoint. Right. Yeah, but let's rewind this like 15, 20, 25 seconds. You don't think Batista's a good actor? I don't think he's a great actor, but he's good. You monster. He's okay. He's he's a wrestler that turned into an actor. He's I not value. Bad. I all right. How many Batista movies have you watched aside from Drax and Guardians? Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that's that's really it. 
That's really it. Okay, you gotta I watch because like, like, Stu- like five and then there's minutes the one where he's the CIA agent. and stopped. You, what's the one where he's a CIA agent? The little girl. He has a little girl with him. So game um, game plan spies, basically. No. Go. Oh, Christ. I can't. It's think the of pacifier. It. No. I know what you're talking about, but it's no, the pacifier. It's not a Vin basically. Diesel. No. Stop. <laughs> Don't he's put, at least a better actor than Vin Diesel. Yo, Can we agree here? Yes, he is a better okay. actor than Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel came out with a song recently, too. I'll play that for he you. He did. After. It's not bad. But uh, it's very interesting. But no, <laughs> I put Batista head and shoulder. I put Batista over The Rock. Yeah. As, really, as far well, as acting, I mean, as far as like a, a, a character uh, as well. Yeah. Batista's a, a, more of a thespian actor than The Rock. The Rock has a niche, plays to it. Don't get me wrong. The Rock's made hand fist more money than Batista. Oh, he's oh, a, a lot he's an action game. hero. The Rock but is an action hero. I, I, I can sit and honestly laugh at Batista movies because he is not the same character in every, every single one. Yeah. Like, if you want to see the range of his acting ability, watch Blade Runner 2049. It's a fantastic. He's only in, like, the first couple scenes. Spoiler yeah. alert. It's been out a couple years. It's your fault. But... Um, <laughs> But uh, he kills it in the scene that he's in. He's fantastic in it. He's I would highly in, recommend it. Um, well, he's about to be in Dune, which I will watch. Yes. And I don't know if you guys brought this up. I'm a Dune, I know it's not a comic book, but I love Dune. I think it's pop culture relevant. If you haven't checked out the trailer yet, um, I feel like Dune has the opportunity to be the next like Lord of the Rings as far as scope. Well, it's going um, to be a, beautiful. It's, I mean, oh. it's directed by the same guy who directed Blade Runner 2049. It's the same director. Yes. Yeah, I, and he it's has. It's gonna be absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's gonna be a beautiful thing to look at. Found the movie I was talking about, My Spy. Go watch that. Yep. Go watch that. My Spy is it's on my list. But well, your he's dad now, so you better well. watch in, it. He's in. Better watch it. That's got, the other thing he's in. Put, stop watching Marvel reruns and, and go watch <laughs> My Spy. Where, I mean, if I gotta come over and watch it. it with you, if I'm gonna, okay. if I have to come over and watch it with you. And and you know get to see your kid and stuff. I mean, I will. I, I will. I will. I will come over and watch and make you make you watch it. It's good. It's good. That's fair. Um, That's fair. I'll find it. You're threatening him now. I don't know. <laughs> the internet says it only has three stars. You son, of, you son of a gun. The internet lies all the time. It has they forty-seven percent thought... on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh? Listen, listen. The internet thought <laughs> Ant Man was gonna be a bad movie, so you stop that crap. Uh, right Ant Man's a great movie. It's a great movie. Where were we? Uh, do we have comics to read? I, I have one. <laughs> I, I do have. I have yeah, so, issue four in my Alien 3. So we, we said last week we were going to have some guests. Uh, life happens and schedules get mixed up. They're still going to be on the show, uh, just not today. Um, it happens. You know, so no they sent us Wait, is that why them. there's no decorum today? <laughs> Did we have other things planned? <laughs> are we fine at the are hip? We, are, you, are we winging it right now? Is that what's going on? Are we ever not winging it? Let's just. I feel like we're winging this. a little bit more today than normal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. I Order, come on. on. I wasn't planning. I'm sitting at home. I wasn't planning on wearing pants. So. I haven't I did. pants this entire interview. Really <laughs> <laughs> hot in that that cave. It, it gets warm in here. There's some. We got air. If you touch the top button on that black thing, this thing? No, the other thing on the table, on the table. That thing? That tower. If you hit, t- I thought that was a speaker. Nope. <laughs> if you tap the center once, 
uh, the air turns out. If you turn it on another time, it's a little bit lower. But oh. I'm getting air AC right I'm, now. I'm fine right and now. And then a butler comes, comes out and gives you hot pockets. Yeah, it's 40 bucks for that. That's you know, not a bad deal. Keep everybody nice and cool in the cave. Yeah, that's a good That's a good thing to know. Cool in the cave. Cool in the cave. So uh, comic books. Will Smith. I have a comic to read book. book. All right, I'll go first. So this is issue four with this whole redo of Alien 3. Four out of five. So this is where action starts to pick up. Uh, we see the evil corporate guy of Wayland. He's coming in. He's talking to one of the grunts. And he now realizes that, oh, my goodness, the guy brought back a piece of the spaceship from the broken down uh, unit that they went to go look at. And now he realizes that there's a xenomorph probably somewhere in their space station. So he runs away. He's freaked out. Um, we come back, and the third issue ended with um, some of the characters, some of the new characters we've established, and um, what the heck's the, the Marine's name? Hicks, Hudson, Hicks. No, Hicks. Hudson's the one that said, uh, game over, man. Yes. Hicks, yes. thank you. Hicks is, uh, they were going to destroy the embryos of the xenomorphs. Uh, so they go, Bishop's in charge now. They see Bishop. Bishop's on the same game plan. He goes, you guys shouldn't have come down. I was going to destroy the xenomorph um, embryos before. Now we're all involved. And that's when we find out that they are cloning the xenomorphs. So we don't really understand uh, why they're cloning them, but they're trying to clone them, and the clones are unstable, we're, we find out. So one of the... CEOs that was exposed to a lab malfunction in the previous episode. She's there. She seems fine. Uh, and this is kind of a cool part because she was exposed to this new xenomorph. We're not really sure what's going on. We've discovered that the xenomorphs are altering DNA. They're doing all this weird stuff. But she, unlike in previous alien iterations where the xenomorph pops out of her chest, she becomes a xenomorph. Interesting. Her flesh. Is that because of the DNA becomes, modification? Yeah. She, okay. Her flesh becomes deformed. She looks like the Elephant Man. John like, was it District style. Nine? It's like District Nine. Yeah, a little bit. That's yeah. the vibe I'm getting right now. So she becomes a xenomorph. Her flesh rips away from her body, and she's a xenomorph. She starts going nuts. Starts killing some of the other scientists. Drags them away. That's uh, terrifying. We still got Hicks is alive. We still got some of the other um, good characters that want to destroy they figured out what wayland is doing so then we see the other scientist that was exposed along with the the woman who just became a xenomorph he realized that something was wrong that he was contaminated so we see him run away to the cryo chamber he opens it up as he's opening up he's becoming a xenomorph he goes in and we find his frozen body mid-transformation so he's frozen himself. He's killed himself as well as the xenomorph. As he's doing this, we discover that one of the scientists finds him this way. We see Hicks taking Ellen Ripley's body from the cryosleep. He's putting her as well as a note into an escape pod to jettison her away from the catastrophe that's going on. So sequel bait. Uh, then we, we find that they're not only fighting the normal xenomorph, but they're fighting the xenomorph that's been transformed from a normal human. Um, 
they're running around trying to find everything. They, they do find the hive, a traditional kind of hive. In the hive, there's another human being that's like mid-transformation. So they're half xenomorph, half human, but they're like strung up in the hive. Kind of like when you'd see it in Alien or Aliens, where you'd see the hive and you'd see the, the dead bodies with yeah. the, 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 the xenomorph already bursting from their chest. So we got some human remains that have transformed. Mm. Um, then from there, uh, some, more, some other normal alien stuff where we got random crew members running from xenomorphs trying to get away. Um, the regular xenomorph with a pilot is jettisoned from space. So now the regular xenomorph is dead, but they're still fighting off the one that has become uh, from a from a normal human being. And uh, it ends with uh, Hicks finding some artillery. He's ready to go fight with Bishop, with some of the other scientists. And uh, this is another cool little thing. The one scientist she goes to, like they had a terraform, like a dome with other animals. Right. So she's going there. She's trying to save the other animals. Kind of a callback to Ripley trying to save the cat. Yeah. Oh, these animals, they've also been morphed oh, into like these no. tiny xenomorph. So she's in there. She's That's... trying to rescue the animals. She, sees, she starts running away. The xenomorph that transformed from the woman attacks her. And that's how this episode ends. This issue ends with the one scientist being devoured and it's cool. It, it, the The xenomorph doesn't look like a normal xenomorph. It kind of looks more like Pumpkinhead. Okay. If uh, if that that that's the best way I could describe it. It doesn't have like the normal alien teeth. It's got more sharp teeth. It's got more of elongated skull. It's got more of a Pumpkinhead yeah. vibe. So it doesn't like it. yeah. It doesn't transition to the the yeah. Kind of like the, in, the, in in the original Alien Three when it came out of the dog, it looked a little bit different than it did right in right. Alien Aliens. I got gotcha. and like all the Kenner toys that came out, they had like the Scorpion Xenomorph and the Bull Xenomorph and yeah, the Cobra right. Xenomorph. They had like a ton of things that were uh, originated from a different uh, host. That's so legitimately terrifying. Like that's terrifying. Oh yeah. Like you you know the the way that you know it's it's no longer yeah. I mean. Yeah, them bursting out of your chest is crazy too. But just you know, you get infected, your DNA gets altered, you can't undo it. No, and you just transform. You lose all. I mean, control. one of my favorite movies of all time is John Carpenter's The Thing, and it gives me that 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 feeling. Like, Ooh. and this, they're not assimilating right. right there in the thing, but they're being transformed. Like your body, your internal, it's just changing. You're different, kind of like you said, District Nine. Yeah, which is yeah, that, that was the first. Which I, jeez, I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but. But that, that was my initial thought. The guy's process was slow becoming one of these alien creatures. And, um, you know, obviously this is sped up a lot more, but it's, it's I mean, it's terrifying. You, you're changing and you got no control over yeah. it. And obviously they don't know how to undo this either. So. No, no. Ooh. And that's a cool thing because, like, the, I mean, Alien 3 came out in the early 90s. So it's cool to see and read this, which this was made, obviously, before the movie was made and written before the movie was made. So it's kind of cool to see what other pop culture things have have borrowed from this kind of idea yeah, yeah. kind of like i mean if i mean you yeah watch, i mean district nine could have very well have been inspired by this just like like if you read john carter of mars you're like wow this this inspired star wars but when people go back and they see john carter of mars this doesn't have the mass appeal of star wars so they think john carter of mars has been borrowed from star wars but no it's the vice versa star wars borrowed from john carter of mars as well as i mean it's happened so many times in hollywood and yeah. and pop culture Oh, for sure. For sure. 
That's great. So we got one more part left. One more episode. That'll one be the, more issue. That'll be the perfect way to Just kick off Spooptober next for week. Spooptober. Spooptober. Spooky. <laughs> That's my. It's literally like. I have been just reading horror comics horror for months comics. now. <laughs> horror comics. <laughs> Sounds <Yes. risque. laughs> Just so everybody horror knows when comic. spook time comes, you're going to hear a lot of crunching from my end of the microphone because I will be eating booberry <laughs> the entire time we're recording. Can we each get one? Can like Matt eat Count Chocula, I eat Frankenberry, you eat booberry? It'll be perfect. I'm okay with that. Oh my God! There, yo, you know who we had cereal with? There's got to be like a blueberry or Count Chocula chicken wing somewhere. I literally just I'm sure that it's got to be I, out there. I gotta delete this so I can make it myself. There you go. I don't know how I feel about you as a Why? person, right? You never but had I'm, dessert I will wings try before. It. You never had dessert wings before. No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to have a dessert wing yet. You're trash. Uh, you live in <laughs> Buffalo. Please. How dare you? I had a peanut butter. All wing I know. And a fruity pebble wing. Bring and me the, dessert the, wings and we'll watch my spy. Deal. Deal. If anybody can tell me where I, I can find yep. Yummy Mummy or Fruit Brute, oh. kiss you on the mouth. Man. Oh. Open mouth kiss <laughs> on the mouth. Why don't they bring back a, Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brute? I, d- the disrespect. There's some of these random people get that stuff, which is crazy. Like some of these like cereal bars and stuff. That I've just found out there's one in Buffalo that I, it I recently opened up. We're not yeah. going to talk about the Rochester one. Which one? <laughs> They shall not be named. Voldemort? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he opened a cereal store? Man, he took a fall from grace after Harry. How, how does he even know? He can't even smell the cereal. He doesn't. Oh, he's got know. nostril slits. Yeah. He's got a little snake nostril well, slits. Those, those don't count. <laughs> what are they there for? There's got to be some in. old factory... Process going on there <laughs> for quarters. It keeps them going. Is that what it is? Okay. Um, man, I have a comic. For He's got episode. a tongue. Snakes smell with their tongue, so that's what Voldemort does. He licks the stuff and then he smells it. <laughs> so all of the cereal's been licked. Yeah, enjoy. It's already pre moist. You don't even need milk. <laughs> that little laugh he does in the last movie <laughs> as he's licking your cereal as he awkwardly, <laughs> as he awkwardly hugs Draco <laughs> I pulled that I did that laugh a lot better than I thought I, I would um, broken <laughs> I mean Greg I have a super, I have a really good issue but if you feel the need you know if you want to jump in and do the second book uh, you're more than welcome to I mean mine's pretty goofy I, I don't know. I would love you to finish with it then, because mine is a bunch of little books. Okay, I will. I will finish. I will finish with uh, with my with my story. So I covered um, the Dark Knights Death Metal Legends hey, of the Dark Knights. Hey. I hate you so much. So each little story is covering uh, a different Batman character from the Dark Multiverse. Uh, so the first one shows three Alfreds. Uh, one with one eye, one that has cyborg parts, uh, and another normal Alfred are doing surgery. Um, and it's the Batman who laughs who died in the second issue. He was, or first issue, he was killed by Wonder Woman with an um, invisible chainsaw, which is pretty sweet. Um, Does that make he's you just going. Truth? Yes, chainsaw truth. <laughs> um, he's going through and just talking about. 
um, how to become a better Batman and all of the things he had come before um, about how he fought the Joker and then became him. Uh, it just, just the different things. Uh, and it goes through the whole story of the Dark Knight's Metal um, and up to his death. But it talks about how he had found another Batman before. Uh, a Batman that is very strong. The Batman that um, created a special energy field, an intrinsic field generator, unaware of its true power and blew himself up inside of it. And once he was blown up inside of it, he put himself back together and became Batman Hatton. <laughs> what a pun of a name. Yep. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Which is super awesome. Uh, and he actually is, so the surgery that's happening is he's getting his brain put into the body of Batman Hatton and becoming the darkest knight. So he's a mixture of this Batman who laughs as well as this Batman, this Bruce Wayne with Dr. Manhattan's powers. Um, and he's being set up to be the ultimate villain for the main story. It's pretty cool. Uh, it says, it says, um, say something. And all he says is bang. And you see this really creepy, like jack-o'-lantern looking smile. Uh, it's pretty awesome. So that is the first story. I would suggest that they change his name to Dr. Manbatten. Man oh, Dr. Manbatten's a good one. <laughs> How'd they miss that? DC, that is, I'm here. <laughs> Pay me. They were trying to go by the, the man Batman. I, uh, it is a lot more clunky than Doc Van Matten. <laughs> Dang it. I'm upset about this world. Um, the next one is pretty short. It's just, uh, you see Alfred with no shoe. He's covered in blood and he's got a gun and he's kind of recording um, that Wayne Matter has become a battleground. Um, and it's, he said, it's uh, the most sickening fact is that the true enemy here is him. Uh, he said, I ignored every single sign um, because he was my boy too, Bruce Wayne. And he's talking about how crazy Bruce has become. Um, that as a little kid, Bruce was aggressive even as a baby. That he was like, first he, they show him like doing surgery on a teddy bear with like a needle shoved in its head. And then he's cutting open a bat and replacing its eyes with buttons. Um, putting a cat in a microwave, pushing one of them, a, ma a man off a ladder in Wayne Manor um, and it comes to he's kind of being a, a prick to his family as they're leaving um, well in this version it's not the mask of Zorro it's beware the gray ghost um, he's being Ooh, a prick to his family to get an argument series. yeah and when um, Joe Chill pulls the gun on him he actually has a knife in his pocket and cuts Joe Chill's throat takes the gun and turns around and shoots both his own parents. Yeah. 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 I, as soon as you said cats in microwave, I go, something's wrong. <laughs> uh, then, so this Bruce is turning evil. He actually kills Gordon right in front of Alfred. Um, and Alfred kind of gets into a gunfight with him. And he shows up and he's, he goes, how do you like my new uniform, Pennyworth? And he is in this twisted Robin outfit. Uh, with a t like a bloody crown and he actually beats Alfred to death with a barrel or with this, the bust. That's what it is. It's with the bust that is classically his way to get downstairs. Um, oh, the, is that Beethoven? Yeah. Who's the, 
And he goes, Beethoven. hear that? It's the sound of the Robin King. A new spring mm. is coming, and he's sitting in this chair, like, very kingly, but disgusting looking. Um, the next one is just literally a quick little book of everyone in Arkham hiding. Uh, and there's just this, like, this uh, kind of just, like, voiceover. And he goes, why be a bat when one can be a man why be a man when one could be a king all hail the b-rex and it's batman t-rex eating a bunch of people in arkham and that's literally the whole comic uh what, what is this book <laughs> what is it what are this these is stories so this is the dark Knight. this is the dark knight death metal so this is all versions of batman that are in the uh, death metal series okay uh, that's cool. I like how they do the little mini stories, but this is like, this is insanity. How, how did he become yeah, a T-Rex? I, I was, <laughs> he, so he lived on a planet with, um, there was like a Theodore of, Rex like, with Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> mechanical T-Rexes, and he actually inserted his consciousness in it. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it's not a real T-Rex. It's like a robot T-Rex. No. Like Megatron yeah, Beast Wars. Yeah, but this is a real T-Rex. Oh, yes. okay. This one's a real one. Okay. Wow. Um, That's there cool. There was an, another really cool story where Gotham is just getting destroyed. Uh, Arkham Asylum has been destroyed and Damian Wayne has actually become Batman and he confronts Bruce and he's basically telling Bruce um, like I, I can't do this anymore. They killed Barbara Gordon who was the commissioner at the time. Um, they killed Dick. Jason's dead. Tim's dead. What do I do? And Bruce says, there's one more thing we can do. He pulls out this like Necronomicon looking book with a bat head on it. Um, and he talks about this Native American cult that devoted themselves to um, the greater good and sacrificing themselves and would actually make themselves part of Gotham. And he kills Dick, or not Dick, he kills Damian Wayne, makes this summoning circle with a bat and becomes Gotham City and just starts killing people through, like actually controlling the land of Gotham. Really? Uh, yeah. There's another one where he becomes, uh, it's basically like Terminator meets Mad Max and he uploads his consciousness into a Batmobile. <laughs> it's called Road Warrior. And the very last one is uh, from Garth Ennis, our friend who wrote The Boys. Um, he was an, in a nut. If you if you watch the boys, if you read the comics, you know Garth is kind of out there. So in this universe, in the Dark Knights, um, Scott Snyder's universe for Batman, there was a machine that Bruce had made that when he died, he would be basically loaded into a new Bruce Wayne body so that Batman could live forever. Um, and so he dies and he's come back. And there's the the voiceover of now the Batman of two lifetimes will be unstoppable. So this is the second lifetime. Because wait a minute, I'm a baby. <laughs> and there's a baby, little baby just falls down the stairs into the Batcave. And he's sitting there literally going like, I'm, I screwed up. I'm a newborn baby. I'm 18 inches tall and 10 pounds wet. And he's got the mind of Bruce Wayne. But he's literally a child. And he's trying to figure out how, to, how he's supposed to fight. And there's literally a line where he's saying, soft spot on my skull where a folk could, uh, could potentially poke a finger in my brain. Incontinence, what am I supposed to do for crime fighting? <laughs> and As a new father, I just want you to know, if you drop your son down the stairs, he is not going to be okay. 
know. I'm, I'm aware. I've tried. No, I'm well, kidding. I just wanted because you're <laughs> reading wait, wait, you just said. some misinformation here. <laughs> this comic book is not accurate. <laughs> if you drop a 10 pound child down the stairs, they're not going to be okay. If you drop Ezra, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I won't drop my child. I, I hope not. You did play that scary gremlin thing. Uh, that, oh, no, my brother bought him that. My I know you did, but you played, you, you played the noise. I didn't play it for him. Yeah, you played it for me, and he was sitting. He was just sitting right there. <laughs> the thing was terrifying. Very creepy. Very uh, but the last line is, he goes, "I'm a lesser mortal, not the Batman." He goes, uh, "What shall I do?" Well, nothing will stop me when I have my ultimate weapon. And then he starts crying. <laughs> that is the. Oh, he doesn't walk, does he? <laughs> His muscles he, haven't no, he developed tries to stand yet. up and can't. Okay, good. <laughs> he, he, like, yeah, he's literally just flopping around, just a little baby. He literally is like on the bat signal, rolling around at one point. Is there anyone else around to save this child? No. I screwed. <laughs> no, Alfred, nothing yet. So I'm assuming he cries and Alfred comes and saves him. Is my hope. I hope so. I hope they got a baby a, monitor down there story, in the bat cave. Everything is so dark. It's so like a little oh, disturbing. You know, Batman kills, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, Bruce is a baby, and he's gonna lay down and cry now. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> but that's Garth Ennis for you, which is why I I enjoy his writing, uh, is because he's absolutely insane. That was fun. That was pretty. <laughs> but fun. That is. That's yeah, like fun. in five minutes, Batman went to being a T Rex to a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, that's a. It's a, the Dark Knight's metal. He uh, death metal like Snyder just kind of lets people go nuts with that storyline and open it up so much. So like people like Tinian um, who he taught uh, can come in and Garth Ennis and Williamson and all these people can just kind of have a good time um, because there's so much Batman's a mage. Batman gets the soul of Etrigan. Um, there's a, there's like a different Batman for every single character that exists uh, in the DC universe. So it's a ton of fun. Very good. I like that. I like that a lot. All right, guys. We're on to the main, the main event. Uh, main I do course. got the main course. I do got to admit, you know, I think you, everybody kind of knows how much I appreciate the sport of football. But sometimes, uh, my love for the game of professional football, the National Football League, gets me in trouble when it comes to finding comic books. Uh, and for today's, I will, I will rank this one ahead of NFL Super Pro. Okay. I'm so mad you read this. <laughs> It's cutesy, but it's very – I'm like, why can't – like, I would be okay with just a, uh, a, a normal football book with drama and invigorating storytelling. This is so over the and top. Steroids. And, and goofy. Yes, and drugs. <laughs> like, give me a Lawrence Taylor miniseries where it's like him just – Fight oh, that, bad that's guys not, for booger sugar and, and that, that he did worse than that. <laughs> you could you could make a whole I don't want to read that really book. interesting crime comic book on my whole fantasy football team. It would be great. Your team is you you have you literally have the gridiron gang. It's I it's it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I thought I was like, oh what other like I was looking for some different books. As we all know, I'm kind of like moving away from just doing superhero books. I wanted to find some different stuff. I'm like is there any other NFL books? Like, there's got to be a good one, good one out there. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, I came across a book that is, it was fr- issued in Free Comic Book Day in 2014, and this co- this, this comic cover is just incredible. It, it's it's it it sucks you in. There's like this 
it's not super pro, but it's some kind of dude in like some kind of armor. And he's throwing a flag. And there's this little Cincinnati Bengal, like, I don't know if it's a mascot or something. He's like this little round dude. And he's jumping up in the air. And then there's this little guy in a Tennessee Titans hat and he's running on the ground. And there's a couple football players. And I'm just like, what is going on in this book? I have to, I have, I have to know what, what's going on here. So it starts off. Uh, the, the story's called The Big Move. The Big Move. And showing Canton, Ohio. And they're all, you know, this, this family, I'm not quite sure of their names. Did they really even give them names? They kind of did. Um, but they don't give it to it. Oh, his name's Ish. The young boy's name is Ish. And he's all excited. They're moving to Canton, Ohio. And his, his parents know he's a superhero, which is very strange. Um, they know he's a superhero. They're like, yeah, we moved here because, you know, so you can be a superhero and do your training with a guy named OT. And at first I thought it was OJ. I was like, oh, no. OJ. No, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> they would not. OJ and his super Bronco. <laughs> Anyways, just showing, uh, you know, that this, this family, is, it's, it's the super Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're just, it, it really starts off with just how close knit this family is, uh, Ish and his family. Uh, they're eating some dinner, then he gets a call. He gets, he's a wristwatch, like telecommunicator thing, like he's a Power Ranger or something. And this OT guy goes, Ish, I need you at the Hall of Fame at once. This is, his, his base of operations is the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which is a place that I absolutely adore. So I'm gonna, next time I go visit the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I'm going to be like, all right. This is I where- want you to go up to security guard and ask where Ish's hideout is. <laughs> see what it says I need to talk to OT right now. It's <laughs> OT and Ish. <laughs> Anyways, he goes there, and this OT guy is just sitting around this Zordon-looking tube and they're they're like oh oh we uh the, this villain uh, the the blitz bots they're trying to infiltrate the construction zone of the 49ers new stadium i'm like ooh i'm hooked i'm hooked this is right around the same time that they shut down candlestick park and uh the the 49ers open up their new place caught this little bugger at the site so and ot's like all right you got to go there um to prevent these blitz bots from attacking fans and players. I'm picturing when the, the stadium opens in 2014. I'm picturing the bots from uh, that you'd see on like NFL Fox. Yes, the dancing bot. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. It's the blitz bots. They I actually kind of like mousers, his- but with their head shaped like footballs. That's no, what they got to be bigger and they got to dance more. <laughs> End zone dances <laughs> doing, all day doing doing the robot and stuff. Yeah. But he's like, oh, Ish, you got to go to California, put a stop to it. The 49ers rusher will be there to help you. I'm like, oh, shoot, Frank Gore? No. (laughs) It's just little – apparently these rushers are just these little man ball things. They're like ball-shaped men. And they have their team's helmets, and this dude's – he's the 49ers. And he's got a pickaxe. Why was it not the minor 49er? <laughs> I mean, it should have been the mascot. Are you following? Are you following I tried. I couldn't, I couldn't pull it it's, up. It's terrible. Uh, that, that's the little ball man. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> I, this would have been better if they had Frank Gore. He was a running back at the time. But no. Probably the, legal I mean, issues. Frank, Frank Gore is a little ball man. didn't want to be. In that. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Nah, fam, I'm out. He's a little ball man. He's close enough. <laughs> but anyways, he's, he's sitting on this little meatball San Francisco 49er guy. And they're like, oh, oh, shoot, drill bots. And then, uh, and then Ish suits up. He's like Ben 10. He does something with his watch, and then all of a sudden, he's, his, his superhero name is Rush Zone. Um, terrible. So he's terrible. a running back, you would, you would think. 
No, you would think. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, it's just like he's like he's like a little boy, so okay. I, I don't know. But yeah, they, they fight these robots. They're drill bots, and he's like, "You guys are in big trouble." And then one of these drill bots just just one pe- one hitter quitters him and knocks him around, and the little 49ers dude trying to hit him with a pickaxe, and he's not doing so well. Uh, the little 49ers guy's getting jumped. Uh, but anyways, well, they eventually come to stop because because uh, Rush Zone throws his shovel at a conveniently hanging bunch of steel beams, and they land on all the drill bots. Badoom. <laughs> and anyways, Doom. he goes back. He the goes. Pittsburgh Steeler bot should have come in and do that, <laughs> right? Come on! Well, no, wonder, no wonder. No wonder why this, there's is this DC or this Marvel. <laughs> no, neither. <laughs> Whoever wrote this, I'm here. Uh, Action Lab. Action Lab. Oh, no wonders they couldn't get Frank Gore. <laughs> is, is OT supposed to be like Lombardi? He kind of looks like him a little bit. It totally looks like it's supposed to be Vince he Lombardi. He's got the hat. Aside from the facial hair. Oh, the hat God. and the coat. Anyways, we're only halfway through this book, this wonderful story. And there's meeting back. He's like, yeah, there's a uh, issue. like, yeah, there's a bunch of bots. I wonder what they had planned. And OT's like, our enemy is clever. He will do whatever it takes to defeat us and rule the world. He will reveal himself soon. I can't believe they gave this out for free. You would have had to pay me to pick this up. Key for you, young guardian, is to be ready when he does. He's like, oh, it's like, yeah, I know, more training. And they do a flashback sequence. And, of course, of all cities, they pick Detroit. We all know how, you know, Detroit take, is. Take him to Detroit. <laughs> this new enemy will certainly do the same. Recall what happened in Detroit. One year ago, the Lions practice facility. Oh, it's just sitting there. So awesome. It's Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, he's not named, but it's clearly him. It's number – no, actually, you know what? They did use a couple of players. I forgot about this. Yeah, Matthew Stafford is there, and all of a sudden, Calvin Johnson's eyes turn red, and, he, and they're like, oh, no, Calvin Johnson is a blitz bot. Get him. And the Detroit Lions little rusher, the little ball man, they go to fight him, and Calvin Johnson's giving him the business, but eventually they stop him because uh, the Lions mascot did a roar, and it just it, – So he didn't turn into Megatron. <laughs> no. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> they actually – that's awesome. Uh, they actually end up freeing Calvin Johnson. Ooh, there's only one Calvin Johnson Jr. But yeah, he should have turned into Megatron. Should have turned into a giant man completely sized gun. He <laughs> <laughs> completely missed opportunity. Um, <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> Anyways, it's just playing uh, what I presume to be Madden with uh, with Sega Genesis controllers in 2014, oh. but they have shoulder buttons, so I don't know. Um, but they're all cute. They're like, oh, I'll beat you with Madden, and they keep name dropping teams and, and and this and that. But anyways, there's this, there's this, you know, watching from afar, is there, uh, is the main villain. I, I don't even know what his name is. But he's looking for the power of the mega cores, and he's just sitting in his chair like like Magneto on his like his asteroid M. He's like, oh, soon the mega cores will be mine, and and uh, those cursed rushers. There's nothing; uh, they can't stop me, or something like that. Earth will be mine to rule, and it's to be continued. And that's the last we ever hear from NFL rushers. You mean they no, didn't pick this no, series up? <laughs> so I needed what? to do some googling. I was I needed to do some googling because I was interested. My hair is crazy because of how, what I just found. This it was a three season TV show on Nickelodeon. 
with 65 episodes, each episode at 22 minutes. Are you serious? Well, I know what Matt's going to be doing for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. It ran from 2010 to 2014. Oh, each episode was approximately two to five and a half minutes. Uh, and then they went later into 22-minute episodes. And yeah, so 22 five-minute episodes, one television movie, and 42 full-length episodes of t- at 22 minutes. Mm. So not <laughs> only did this not get picked up for comic book format, it did us one better. <laughs> it went straight to the animated treatment. I wonder if they use like characters, like certain NFL. I wonder if it had. It, pre- it sounds like it, it's it like might have gone hand to hand with their like NFL Play sixty. Yeah, a little bit. I, I could definitely see that. It's vibe. a group of like Power Rangers, basically. Like it's the Guardians of the Core, Seasons of the Guardian. It says, and there's like four or five of these Rush Zone like characters, and they're basically football Power Rangers. Well, I and know what I'm. Rushers are. I need to find my fire stick. <laughs> For every single team, there's a rusher. And man, is the Cowboys one awful. <laughs> is he? <laughs> he's just a giant hat. Like, he's just a hat and a lasso. I don't know if you can see it. I'll have to send uh, it to you. A little, yeah, send it. Send it to the group chat. But yeah, that's oh my, my book. God. <laughs> just when I thought NFL and comic books couldn't get any worse. Well, let's wait till you see the entire cartoon <laughs> show and you can let us know if it did get any worse. Yep. So you I have till next Tuesday, finish, finish the, the entire series. series, all 60. I want to hear an in-depth, <laughs> an in-depth review of the entire show. Oh, that, that's amazing. Yo, he looks like, like midget Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. I got nothing. I'm done. Oh. I've had enough. You can watch it on the NFL Network or Prime Video. Is it yeah. really on the NFL Network? It's on. Yeah. And it's on. Well, look how Amazon much money Prime. they sunk into it. You think they're not going to try to recoup some of this? Jeez. <laughs> I love the Seattle Seahawks guy. <laughs> it's so angry. It's on. It's on Hulu. This is crazy. Oh, no, no streaming options available. I'm lying now. I found it. There's got to be oh, YouTube God. clips is... or something. Oh, I'm sure oh, there is. Oh, there's – the whole series is probably on YouTube. Let's yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> it won oh. awards. How? It won a daytime Emmy. Watch it and let us know how great it is. <laughs> it's going to change Drew your Reese life. Is in it. This Russell myself. Wilson, Rob Gronkowski, and your favorite, Philip Rivers, is in it. <gasps> oh, I'm in. Jim Harbaugh, Mike. Well, I Gitka. mean, the guy, the kid's a huge Chargers fan. <laughs> of course, Rivers is going to be in it. Probably LT too. Oh, the it. good one, <laughs> the Rex Ryan. Was so the, the good person one or the, yeah, good, the good person? Okay, yeah, I, did, good I didn't person. clarify that yeah. one. Reggie Wayne. This is crazy. I so I watch a, a, and some of the people probably know what I'm talking about. A show called Critical Role. It's a, a the Dungeons and Dragons show, but it's all voice actors. Every yeah. single actor from that show is on this show at some point. <laughs> Oh my goodness! One of them was uh, was Donatello in the '90s Ninja Turtles. Oh really? This is this whole in cast fact, is insane though. Like they got a ton of football players in on this. I'm Greg Jennings. To, I'm going to sit through that. I'm going to go find some clips. They got Julius Peppers episodes on YouTube. I'm excited. All right, I'm excited now. This comic, Pete not Carol. so much. Cartoon, I'm in. I'm in. I hope Phil Rivers and his nine kids are on here. It's going to be a good time. Uh, 
each of his kids is a rusher. I hope they turn into like a, a, a mega bot or something. Uh, but yeah, that's NFL Rush Zone. And those are all of our comics for the day, everybody. Uh, next week, Spooptober begins. It is an entire month of scary books. Who knows? And somebody find me yummy mummy so I don't have to choke down booberry. <laughs> it hurts. It <laughs> so hurts I to chew booberry. It does. Get it yummy mummy's the same consistency. <laughs> it's just orange instead of blue. So I typed yummy mummy in and I got yummy mummy store. The breast pump, breast, best breast pump through breast. insurance company what? in New York. Yummy. Uh, oh. oh, I get it. I see. I, I see what they did there. I see what they're going for. Clever girl. Uh, I was going to find some like 50-year-old yummy mummy for you on eBay. They re-released it like five years ago. That and fruit fruit. And I was so happy and I bought so much of it. And then my tummy hurt. And then I could never <laughs> find it again. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Let's set a petition. Let's, let's, let's start a change. Back, yeah, I mean, every Halloween they bring back Frankenberry and Booberry, but not Fruit Brute or Yummy Mummy. Yeah. Just, That's a shame. Just just bring it back. It Let's terrible. be equal opportunists, people. Yeah. Don't be serialists. Uh, all right. I think that's a wrap on this show. Uh, the whole Greg, show. Greg, say your damn line. <laughs> <laughs> Take us home. Until next time. Remember, not every superhero wears capes. Some have podcasts. <laughs> Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother f***. Delay of game, offense.